Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. My name is Jeffrey Zakarian, and you're listening to Four Courses with Jeffrey Zakarian from iHeartRadio. In Four Courses, I'll be taking you along for the ride while I talk with the top talent of our time. In each conversation, I focus on four different areas for my guests' life and career. And during those four courses, I'm going to dig deep and uncover new insights and inspirations that we can all use to fuel ourselves to push forward. My guests for this episode was awarded a key to the city in her hometown of Cranston, Rhode Island, has played the cello for more than 20 years, and in 2012, she earned the title of Miss Rhode Island, Miss USA, and Miss Universe. Without further delay, please enjoy my conversation with Olivia Culpo. Thank you very much uh, for taking the time uh, on this beautiful afternoon. I don't know what the weather is there. But it's very sunny here. Where are you in L.A.? I'm in L.A. Thank you for taking this time. I know it's a long way away from, we sort of come from the same area. It's Cranston, Rhode Island. A long way from Cranston. But I used to go to Rhode Island all the time. I'm from Massachusetts. So really? I grew up in Worcester. And uh, yeah, I hung out at, you know, Caserta's Pizza in Providence. And my God, I have so many Rhode Island memories. Wow. And I don't care if they say it's the smallest state in the union. It's really a very beautiful, interesting state. I mean, the people don't understand how gorgeous the coastline is. It is. It really is. I mean, the winter can be, the winter and summer are so different in my opinion, but I, you, can, you really can't beat a New England summer. It's so different. 
different and special. And the history in Rhode Island is really interesting. And you mentioned Caserta. So I know you've been to Federal Hill, which is another yeah. claim to fame we have over in Rhode Island that we're very proud of, all of the Italian restaurants there. There's a lot of Italian and Portuguese heritage and really good food, very, very good food. For my first course with Olivia, she tells me all about her cacophonous upbringing in a house filled with music and food. So how was it that you got so fantastically into music? I mean, I'm just curious. I saw you playing cello, and I'm a musician, and my father was a musician. And I understand everybody in your family is musical. How did that all happen? Everyone's really musical. My mom and dad both played instruments growing up and they both went to college for music. My mom plays the viola and my dad plays the trumpet. So they met in college. And then my mom actually still plays with Boston Symphony, Boston Pops. She goes to Tanglewood every summer. She's real. Wow. She's the real deal. And my dad was also equally as passionate about music, really wanted to become a professional trumpet player. He moved to Venezuela, tried to make it, and then he was 40 years old and he had five kids under five years older, or I guess 10 at that time. But he was basically like really struggling to make ends meet. And he was not, the career was not going as he had planned. So he started <laughs> bartending and then he really built his way from the bottom, kind of like your typical American rags to riches story in a way for him. He started his bar back then he was just kind of made his way up to manager. Then eventually he owned his own, and now he owns a lot of different restaurants. So, I mean, it's cool for my mom, but it wasn't so cool for my dad. <laughs> my God. I mean, I know the restaurant business is so hard, and I started as a bartender only. But when did you start? When did you, did you get in the kitchen with him, or did you help out? I mean, were you too young? My mom is really the most passionate about food in general, I think that's where all the kids get their love for food and cooking and the community behind it. I mean, we grew up every single day watching the Food Network. And to this day, we watch the Food Network every single night while we cook. Like, it's just our go-to channel, which is so funny. Uh, we see a lot of you there. That's really how we, how we learn to love. My mom has a bumper sticker on her car that says, love people, cook them tasty food. That's pretty much my mom in a nutshell. So that's food so, is love. That's fantastic. <laughs> so she did all the cooking. She did all the cooking. And my dad, genuinely, I think he always loved, of course, I think he was passionate about the hospitality aspect of food. But I think that he more so had to survive. And this was the only thing he he could do, to be completely honest with you. But the food critic in the family is definitely my mom. The business mind of my family is my dad. But that's the perfect combination for restaurants, so. I'm just gonna like paint a picture and tell me if it's correct. With everyone playing an instrument every day was like a concaphony of practicing mixed with meals on the run, mixed with all kinds of instrument pieces and parts all over the spread up across the house. And it was basically just crazy all the time. Oh, crazy all the time. Five kids within eight years of each other, two full-time working parents. Everybody plays an instrument. Everybody has a bajillion extracurricular music tasks to do. My parents were very diligent with making sure we did chamber music, orchestra, all state orchestra. I would travel to Boston every Sunday for the Boston Youth Symphony Orchestra. I went to band camp every single summer. I mean, there were no games. 
There were no games. They were like, they were very, very strict with music. But looking back on it, I'm, I hated it. I thought that they were the worst people ever. I thought they hated me. But looking back on it, I, I know that they were obviously just trying to make me a little more cultured. <laughs> and um, I, I love them for it because I do love the cello so much. It's a huge part of my life and it's a huge, I think having had the discipline when I was so young, I mean, from a very young age, I started when I was probably six or seven. I think just having something that I had to work at is where I get a lot of my drive and work ethic now. So I owe them a lot for that. Is it not funny that your mom is still a person that's like she's still on the road and playing and all that? And, and she was the busiest person of all trying to juggle all, all five kids, trying to juggle how, who, if you practice, have you done this, have you done that? Who's driving, who's getting you? I mean, I just don't understand how moms do it. I don't understand how they how she did it either. And it's my sister always jokes, she's like, well, she didn't, now she's crazy. No, she's not really though. But she just like, I mean, she's just always worried about one of us and she's still, it's still the same. Like, I think my parents love crazy. Like they're always trying to foster animals or take care of people or take care of properties or help out a stranger, which is, they're amazing people. But I think that like you're either made for that or you're not. And I think that they will always think of those years as the best years of their life. And my mom always says that her one regret is not having a sixth child. So I think she was just made for it. I really think some people just thrive with chaos, and she really does. But that's exactly what it was. Growing up was chaos, in the best way. I, I loved my childhood, and my parents are amazing, amazing selfless people. But yeah, cra crazy. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. 
Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. For my second course, we discuss the intersection of social media and the restaurant business. Olivia has used her influence to contribute to her family's restaurant called Back 40 in North Kingston, Rhode Island. So who is cooking out there in L.A.? You, you must have a beautiful home and you must have to like really, you have the best produce in the world, the best markets. I'm jealous. Who's doing the cooking? We do. But you know what's funny about L.A. farmers markets and produce? It is you do have you do have amazing produce, but in LA itself at the farmers markets, it's really hard to get the best produce because there's so many people. Like the best stuff is taken. But um, my sister and I both cook a lot. She, my younger sister, shares the same passion. We usually take turns. I mean, or I'll be a sous chef; she'll be my sous chef. Either way. But she does more of the baking. I would say I do more of the cooking. And then we always send mm-hmm. pictures to like our parents or our family group chat or or we talk about like things that maybe we should have on the menu of one of the restaurants. I own two restaurants with my dad. So I'm always bothering him for things that I think would do really well on the menu or all my fancy LA ideas. Like I was trying to pitch wine flights, but then my cousin, who's also oh. my business partner, goes, Oh, Olivia, it's so clear you've never worked a day in your life as a dishwasher. That's impossible. Like, I was like, okay, forget it. Like, so working with your family is fun, but it's also not. <laughs> but it's so great to do that. I mean, I wish I could have worked with my mom and dad, but to work with your dad who loves it. And I mean, it's a, it's a big, happy moment to do that, right? It's like, you know, everyone's always looking to relate to their parents. It's really hard because it's hard to be a parent and a friend, and, but it's really, really special when you can collaborate. Yeah, it it definitely is. Do you have an active role in the restaurants? Or are you like you're just advising? What does your dad rely on you for? 
Well, I feel like I have very important roles. My cousin, who's also my business partner, <laughs> thinks reminds me quite often that I am a silent partner, which that's not true. But I think in general, I, I've been doing a lot of like, I've been trying to help as much as I can with the socials and menu definitely is very important. I'm in touch with the chef constantly, like going over what what's working at the other restaurants, what's not. But as far as all the nitty gritty, like back end stuff, they would never allow me to be a part of that because they want to just do it their way. And I don't really want to argue with them. <laughs> I mean, you have like almost 5 million followers. I mean, that's a big responsibility. I mean, that is a fantastic marketing tool. It's amazing, right? I mean, to have that kind of visibility for your dad. I don't know if he quite understands exactly the value because he's not on social media whatsoever, but it's definitely helped the restaurants, absolutely. And I think just in general, being able to tell a story to people, being allowing them to come along for the journey is something that I think is what people want these days. They kind of want an escape. We all do, especially these days. So I've tried to, especially with this new restaurant, the second one, take people on. Right now we're, we just did a demo day. We're like, we're gutting the whole place. We have a bunch of different renderings and plans. So I've just been sharing it with everybody, asking their opinion. What do you think about this? Would you rather like this? What logo do you like better? And I found that that makes it something that's very much, it's just more interactive. It's fun for me too, though, to be able to share my ideas with people and also get their genuine insight. Like it's instant feedback that I wouldn't have otherwise. It's called engagement and it's very hard. You know, a lot of people give you their opinions, whether you ask for them or not. (laughs) And so it's always better to ask for their opinion because it gets snarky. Honestly, I'm just going to share with you. Like if I take a picture of a steak, it gets ridiculous. I mean, it's just a steak and it gets an insane amount of likes. And then I'll do something that's more you know, thoughtful and a bit more step process and it doesn't. It's just people are just very visual. And I always say that just be visual because people love that and they can really relate to it. And especially in a restaurant, you have such an opportunity. It's so great. Absolutely. I know. We've all we all of us in the Instagram world struggle with that. It's it's strange. I think I totally agree with you though. Anything with words, people just don't really want to go to Instagram to read. They want to just see something quickly and they want to escape. They don't want to have to think. So I absolutely agree with that. I I bet that the steak is also really I bet it's a gorgeous steak though, too. I gotta be honest. I mean, I'm sure you're putting only the best out there food wise. (laughs) Well, I, I do, but I'm like, I mean, I go to restaurants and I'll take a picture of the steak. It just comes to the table and, I, you know, it's, I annoy people because I'm like, don't touch it. We have to take a picture of it first. Yeah. From doing all your modeling and, and Miss USA and Miss Universe and all that, engagement. Can you talk about engagement as far as like how it's helping you now? Can you walk us through how you, how you think of it and what you're looking for from your followers? Yeah, it is really complicated. And this year too was even more challenging because I think a lot of people were used to following, for example, me for travel and new experiences, events. And that changed because we were all forced to be in one spot. So I think that was something that kind of shook the whole Instagram scene. And then another thing that was huge for this year was just having some level of social responsibility to stand up for what you believe in and fight for what you believe in. And and it was an interesting thing for me to navigate because I think I had been so used to doing exactly what you said, which is posting visual content that was just quick, easy, you know, very surface level. And I was able to connect with my fans by taking them on these journeys and having fun and having fun with them. But this year wasn't fun. And 
anybody thinking that it was was just completely deranged and delusional. So it was a tough year all around because you wanted to take people out, out of the current reality, but it was in some ways really difficult to navigate because you needed to you needed to establish and make sure that people knew that you knew that things were really bad and you also needed to make sure people knew you were being responsible and that you were being socially distant and and I it's it's terrible to even have to frame it that way but like you needed people to know this dot 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 but like you did so this year being kind of a wash I would say in general it's just important to make people feel like you are their friend and of course also I think like I said before it's just the new reality you have to be very very conscientious of the times and you you have to be very respectful of other people and what they're going through and this year just I think in general really made made everyone think it was not the normal like post a picture on Instagram and get a ton of engagement formula. Yeah. Everything changed. Oh, I felt that absolutely. I mean, I I was more engaged, more busy than I've ever been simply because I already lived on that social media and it was how I communicated to my to everyone who watches the kitchen or food network and all that. It's just how I've been doing it normally. Suddenly, it went like nuts because guess what people are watching like you? They're watching happy stuff like the food network and they're binging on stuff and but it's all they're binging on food and the food network so the engagement went like stratospheric and oh, wow. you know my wife and I who work together really had to like get content that was like responsible enjoyable and they wanted to learn something they wanted to escape they did not want to sit in their funk and I think that's what I learned this year and I've never worked so hard that's amazing <laughs> it was really a lot of stuff you should do a restaurant. I think that restaurants are in your blood, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you seem to be a restaurant tour. I mean, you've been on uh, the kitchen. You've been on Beat Bobby Flay with Scotty Conan. I mean, you're you're there already. I know. I would absolutely do that. My younger brother is is actually very much following in my dad's footsteps, and I think he's going to be. I'm holding out hope that he'll be able to be more of like the the back end of everything for us because I think. We have so many other things going on. It's just so, so hard. Like you said, I could not imagine doing it by myself. But yeah, if my whole family were to do a restaurant with me, it would be so fun. That is an absolute dream for me. I'm putting it out there. The thing you have to realize is that the restaurant business is death by a thousand details. So you need to find someone, back of the house operator that loves details so you don't have to worry about it. And that's the hard person to find. Absolutely. There are so many details. And that's the thing that we learned very quickly with the Back 40, which is the first restaurant that I opened with my dad, because we had we had customers that were eager and ready. And that was because of social media, which was so amazing. And Rhode Island is just such a supportive community. So the people were there, the consumers were there, they were lining up on the door, they were ready. But unfortunately, the infrastructure was just not there. And we had a line wrapped around the whole parking lot and the chef let up and just left because it was so oh overwhelming. God. So like talk about a nightmare. Thank God it's doing great now and we've figured out all of those kinks. But yeah, that will not be happening ever again. But I just don't think he understood like the power of social media and how supportive people were going to be. Well, I think if you're onto something, I always, you know, if you, if you get one thing that works and if it's back 40 that works, 
the first one's really hard, but you can replicate it if you have a nice cadence. Something that's simple can be very replicable, and it's really a fun thing when it pops. You never know. You know, it's one of those things you could it could just pop, and you could sell it to someone for a whole lot of bank. I know. Well, maybe we'll talk offline about that. <laughs> I always, <laughs> I always tell my dad that the thing about him is he's just so. He's really good at what he's been really good at. And I think he's just almost like, that's it. Not asking for anything else. I've been so lucky. I'm walking away quietly and slowly. Like, but I'm always like, dad, you got to think big. Like this can be big. And he just doesn't really have that mentality because I think at the end of the day, he's just really humble and simple, you know, but me on the other hand, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm totally joking, but that is a dream to be able to create some sort of chain with the back 40, because I do feel like it's, it hits the American market, because it's very much just coastal comfort, American coastal comfort food. Who doesn't love that? Easy formula, not anything too fancy, just great, indulgent food with some healthy options. What's on the menu? Well, we do have healthier options. We have obviously salads. We have a great salmon filet. You can have chicken, salmon, steak, anything you want. But then Mm -hmm. the most popular dishes would probably be the fried chicken sandwich. It's buttermilk chicken, fried chicken sandwich. So good. We have the blue cheese burger. We have the back 40 burger. We have Philly cheese steak. We have shepherd's pie. We have meatloaf, for example. It would be People love it. Kung Pao chicken, fried buffalo cauliflower. We have a turkey bolognese, lobster roll, lobster mac and cheese, regular mac and cheese, tater tots. That gives you an idea of what it's like. Gotta have tater tots. (laughs) Gotta have tater tots. That is really all American. It's like every single New England specialty, sort of. I mean, yeah. Nachos, fish tacos, so good. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. For our third course, Olivia shares what she's excited about for the next chapter of her career, beginning with a hard seltzer business. You have a new seltzer company, a hard seltzer company. Talk to me about that and uh, what else you, you are doing business-wise because you are full of activity. You have a lot of stuff going on. It's really fun. I have a canned cocktail called Vide, and I was passionate about coming up with something in the canned cocktail space because I personally felt that it was very easy, on the go, kind of just like the way of the future. And I wasn't interested in a lot of the competitors of Vide out there because they're usually full of malt liquor, not even made with real liquor. Tons of just Oses, like fructose, all of these like horrible mm-hmm. sweeteners and chemicals. So Vide is 99 calories, three natural ingredients, zero carbs, zero sugar. And it's just kind of, I mean, it's your take on a vodka soda with a little bit of natural flavoring. So we have cranberry, watermelon, peach, mango. We're kind of coming up with tequila. At the end of this month, there will be two new tequila flavors. So It's been really fun. I feel like it really does resonate with my lifestyle. And I'm sure you're the same because you're around such great food all the time. But I personally stick to 80-20 rule. That way I can enjoy the things I want to enjoy. But 80% of the time or 80% of my decisions I want to be aware of and try to be as health conscious as I can. So that the 20% of the time where I'm indulging in whatever, I can like really go for it and still be able to maintain health. I feel like that's what everyone should try to maintain at the end of the day, our health. And Vibe to me kind of represents exactly that. Being able to indulge, have a drink, but not having to feel like it took me 10 steps back or that now I can't have the chocolate cake. Now I can have both. I can drink and have the chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> we all want to live in that world. And you know, it's part of like, you know, food isn't the enemy. It's just, you might as well just have a little of something every day and just be done with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think everybody has their own relationship with structure as well. Some people thrive on a structure. Some people don't. And I think that's totally fine. But I agree. Diet culture in general has 
really mess some people up. So I definitely agree to just, just steering away from that in general and having something that makes sense for you and your lifestyle and what you want. I mean, cause you, you don't want to deprive yourself of things you want just as much as you don't want to like overindulge until you feel sick. I mean, it's not good for you either way. So I think just kind of thinking of it from a level with a level head is what will achieve the best circumstance and be healthiest for you. So why is that hard seltzer or is there alcohol in there? You said tequila. Is there alcohol or it's a hard seltzer? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's there's alcohol. So there's four flavors we have out now are vodka soda. And then we have two new flavors, peach and mango for tequila. We're doing tequila pineapple and tequila grapefruit. Like a tequila sunrise, one of my favorite drinks when I was growing up as a kid. <laughs> exactly, but with probably a third of the calories. A third of the calories. Well, tequila doesn't have a lot of calories, as I understand it. It's only like, I think, 69 calories an ounce or something like that. It's a very low glycemic index, tequila. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yes. It's just personally, as a margarita girl myself, it's so many, with the sweetener and the even agave, whatever you're putting in that, I mean, it's not, it adds up and you don't feel good. (laughs) No, no. The tequila makes you feel good, but the next day. (laughs) All the cool people are drinking tequila now, if you've not noticed. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the most fun beverage. It's so fun. Everyone's a good dancer when they're on tequila. I have, yeah, I think you're right. Almost everyone. <laughs> so you're in LA. So there's a reason why you're in LA. What are you working on? What's really exciting for you? And what do you, what are you jonesing to do as soon as possible in LA? Ooh, there's a lot. Well, I do enjoy the fact that I have all of my siblings here for the most part. That's really fun. I get to spend a lot of time with my nieces and nephews. Also, everyone that I work with is here. This is really where I started my career. So my whole team is here and we are always kind of coming up with new ideas and pitching, pitching ideas to go after, goals to go after and whatnot. But here in particular, everything's obviously remote. So I'm pretty much not leaving quite like my house, but I have a show that just came out on Amazon called Paradise City. And I have another show, another movie that's coming out here, I think within the next couple of months, but that's something I filmed two years ago. So I have a little bit going on in film. Vide is really exciting, but my business partners are on the East Coast. So again, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Everything's virtual. And then the clothing line is going really well. I have another I have a few other projects that I'm incubating. I can't talk too much about, but just setting goals, trying to get after them, you know, I feel like that's what life's about. And again, if it's not fun, don't do it. Creating content. Sometimes we just sit around, we create random content that we think will be exciting to someone or something that they can take away. Something I've been doing is quotes of the day. Every day people have been loving those, but just um trying to get people through through whatever hurdles they have. Can you talk about the movie a little bit? What What is it about? It's an independent feature, and it's called Venus as a Boy, and it's about a girl and a boy. My, my character's name is Ruby, and opposite me is Ty Hodges, who's playing the character Hunter. And it's a love story. It's a modern love story, and it's very interesting because it touches on social injustice in a really beautiful mm-hmm. way. Hunter is a black very hipster artist. And Ruby is this well-to-do kind of put together fashion influencer, believe it or not. And she, and it, it kind of shows the juxtaposition of their lives, but also how they find love in that. And it was interesting because we filmed this two years ago 
when we were not having the conversations that we are having now as far as social injustice goes. So the timing is great. It was a very rewarding project to be a part of. It taught me a lot. And I also loved working with everybody. And I'm excited to see where it ends up. I'm still, to be honest with you, very much not sure where, but but I, I, I absolutely <laughs> love the experience. <laughs> You've done everything from, you know, film to career in modeling. And so what would you say is the thing that you wish you could do more of other than being in the restaurant business? We know that. But if you'd say, I just want to like, I really love this. This is really, this is something I'm so passionate about. I want to like really focus on that in the next five years because you're, you have so much talent, not to mention your cello playing. I was, I was listening to you play and I was like, wow, you have some chops. Thanks. The, really, really good. Those, all those hours and trips to trips at band camp, those sleepless yeah. nights just begging to go home. <laughs> it's so hard to narrow down because I do have so many things I'm so passionate about. I'm really passionate about the beauty and fashion industry and just providing products that I love because I find them to be very important in my life. And I also, I'm just just truly obsessed with beauty and fashion and being able to have a larger part in that market would be amazing, very rewarding for me. And then I also have been, I've been reading a lot of books on real estate, which is pretty random, but I think for me, yeah, I would love to do something that I own solely because I think what people don't really always see too is everything that anyone does for the most part that's I guess what you could say, what I'm doing these days. I work with so many people and everybody keeps this ship afloat. You know, it's like I'm on a team. I have so many helping hands that I'm so grateful and lucky to have. But something on my own completely like a real estate venture, even without the help of anyone in my family, that would just make me on a very personal level feel proud knowing that I did something completely on my own and I would love to have to figure it out and challenge myself. So that's something that I'm going to set myself up for to, to try to do at some point, one point or another. And then also something that I'm doing that I'm really proud of and happy to continue to pursue is my charity, More Than a Mask, which I started during the pandemic mm-hmm. We provide over 1.5 million meals through Feeding America. And I'm resurrecting more than a mask and I'm selling something new that I cannot talk about probably yet. But I'm I'm basically going to, to revamp this. And all the money is going to go to a different charity, which I just loved doing that. It was so fun to be able to see something go from nothing to something and give back. And I really enjoyed the process. And for our final course, we discuss the power of using musical performances to connect with your audience on social media. One of the most things that I'm hooked on, and I I probably, I'm certain you were probably hooked on this too, is I love to scroll, and my black hole is musicians playing riffs. Do you do that sort of thing to like see a fellow classical musicians and stuff? Because there's so many amazing musicians that because of what happened, they just go on and they put on like two minute, like, practice sessions and I find it like fascinating. I know it is fascinating. I I completely agree. Well, for me, I, I love music. Classical music, I feel is going to have a rebirth and I really hope it does because that's personally what I grew up trained in. So I can definitely play modern 
pop songs, but I my heart is always going to be with more classic, classical music. But it's too bad. They're just like, it's so sad to see the concerts, even the ones that my mom's playing. And first of all, no one's really allowed in the audience at capacity, but also just the appreciation for live music like that, like you're talking about is, it's just not what it used to be. Makes me sad. No, it isn't. And I, but I do think that Instagram and social media has really brought back the appreciation of classical. And I had the note to write about classical is back and it's written right here and you just said it. And it really is. And I'll tell you, it's back. When I watch it, I would say 94% of the people I'm watching are 25 or under. They're super cool, super cool looking. And they just are incredibly talented. And they're playing like Chopin. And like, when you see that, it's so, you're so appreciative of both Chopin and their talent. But it's so cool that young people are like doing this incredible, very hard music to play and putting it out there. I just think it's fantastic. I totally agree. It is so cool. I have to try to get someone out here to play with me. It would be cool to do a trio or a quartet or something, quintet, anything in, in LA. It's been tough to find musicians out here, but I should do that. You're inspiring me. I have to do I'm that. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you did, if you did like a, I mean, a 60 second, just you and a cello and with a beautiful background, it would kill it. I'm telling you. No one would expect it. It would just be completely from left field. <laughs> yeah, I know it would be. That's a great idea, guys. Everyone's, everyone agrees it's a great idea. <laughs> it's you cannot share music unless you play it. It's not something you can talk about. And I think that it's, it's one of the rare things that we can still hold real close to us is music because I know I grew up with it, you grew up with it. And I thank God every day I, my, my parents, like your parents, just basically just beat the crap out of me to practice and, and listen to it. And I, I, I'm thankful because it's such a large part of my life and it's such a calming part of my life now. And I think right now that's what we could use, a little bit of calm. Yes, absolutely. What, what instrument do you play? Do you play piano? I play piano, yeah. I'm going to start to do what I'm telling you. I did a couple of them and people were like, what? You play piano too? And it was came from left field, but it was very, I connected with a different sort of audience and it was very unexpected and it was made me practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would do 74 takes of the same. So I sounded really good on the 75th take, trust me. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I would love to see you play more because what I heard from you was wonderful. Thank you. I'm going to. Done. It actually was on my 2021 goal list, so you brought it back to the front. Gotta do it. (laughs) Normally, this is the end of the show, but I have an exciting update for our listeners. When Olivia and I spoke back in April, she took my advice to heart. Not long after our interview, she pulled together a few talented musicians to form a string quartet in her living room. The music that you're hearing right now is from that very performance. Joining Olivia are Yasmin Almaziti, Camille Miller, and That Viola Kid. They're playing music from composer Felix Mendelssohn, and the video of this performance can be found on Olivia's Instagram stories. Enjoy. Thanks very much for listening to Four Courses with Jeffrey Zakarian, a production of iHeartRadio and Corner Table Entertainment. 
Four Courses is created by Jeffrey Zakarian, Margaret Zakarian, Jared Keller, and Tara Halper. Our executive producer is Christopher Hesiotis. Four Courses is produced by Jonathan Hawes Dresler. Our research is conducted by Jesslyn Shields. This episode was engineered by Molly Swanson, Katie Fellman, and Michael Castaneda, and edited and mixed by Joe Tisdall. Our talent booking is by Pamela Bauer at Dogtown Talent. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.